0: Hey, welcome to the Beginner Photography Podcast brought to you by CloudSpot, the easiest way to deliver and sell your photos online. I'm your host, Raymond Hatfield, and each week you're going to learn tips and tricks from me and some of the world's best photographers, how you can use your camera to capture more compelling moments. Today, we got an episode from the BPP Vault, where we revisit our treasure trove of interviews uh, to offer both new and longtime listeners a chance to uncover the powerful insights and practical tips to enhance your photography skills. So whether you're just listening um, with fresh ears or a new perspective, remember, there's always something new to learn. Today, I'm gonna share with you the key to becoming the best photographer you can in the coming year. Now, in this episode, I do talk about the Beginner Photography Podcast Facebook group. That is no longer. We have moved off of Facebook onto our own free and private platform, which is just as helpful, just as encouraging. And I encourage you to join by heading over to beginnerphotopod.com forward slash group. So it's still the same URL, beginnerphotopod.com forward slash group, but now it takes you to our new home on the internet. So just remember, there's no more Facebook group, we moved it off of Facebook onto our own private platform. Okay, anyway, with that, let's get on into today's episode. This is a time for a fresh start. It is a time to look at our goals and our ambitions. And for you, getting better at photography is going to be just that, right? That is the goal for you. But maybe your goal is, uh, maybe, you know, maybe you're one step earlier. Maybe your goal is to just learn photography, right? Get started in photography. You can see how many great photos, um, you know, are posted online, posted on Instagram, and you know that you can do it. So you got yourself a camera, or maybe you got one over the holidays, and now it's go time. So let's do this. Good news. If that is you, you're in the right spot. Now I want to help usher you through the threshold of learning photography. Malcolm Gladwell is credited with saying that it takes 10,000 hours of intense practice to achieve mastery of a complex skill. Now, I don't know about you, but I find that a bit discouraging, to be honest, especially when it comes to a hobby, you know, for many of us like photography, that at 10,000 hours, I mean, if you do the math, if you just practice for an hour a day, an hour every single day, it would take you more than 27 years to master photography. Okay, now hold on before you t- tune out because it feels like I've just crushed all of your hopes and your dreams. Let me frame this in a, in a different way. Let me frame this properly. I equate something like mastery with being about as close to perfection as you can get. Okay. Now, with that being said, I also think that striving for perfection in photography is a bit of a wild goose chase. I read a quote in Chris Orwig's book uh, recently that said uh, the the world needs more people who have become quiet enough to hear their call and bold enough to respond. Now, for me, that does not sound like somebody who is necessarily technically minded. And I know from experience that photography is is an art form. And like all art, it just means that. It is subjective. If you had an idea, I mean, any idea, you execute on that idea, whatever it is, and it turns out exactly as you had wanted it to, well, then nobody can tell you that what you have created is bad. What is bad is the goalposts that we either create for ourselves or others create for us. I want to share a story with you. In 1968, a Dr. Spencer Silver, a scientist at 3M, was tasked with making the world's strongest glue, all right? 3M was hoping to replace the at least uh, an amount of the uh, mass quantities of hard metal fasteners on airplane airplanes with a strong enough glue, you know, because that could save a ton of money. You know, it probably wouldn't be used to keep wings together, but maybe smaller pieces. Now, the goal, the goal was obviously to save money, but it was also to change the world of aviation. Now, after years of tests and years of research, Dr. Silver had created the world's weakest glue. (laughs) Now, did he fail to change the aviation world? He absolutely did. But what he didn't fail was the office supply world, as his super weak glue actually went on to become the adhesive to hold together the small squares of paper that we know and love today, post-it notes. That's right. The world would not have post-it notes if it wasn't for Dr. Silver trying to invent the world's strongest glue. Now, what does this have to do with photography? Well, just think about how many other ideas are out there that don't necessarily go according to plan, but they still have the potential to make an impact, but they just get tossed aside because well, they failed their original idea, I bet it's a lot. And the only reason why we're tossing those ideas aside is because the goalpost was wrong. Now, don't get me wrong, (laughs) getting to the point to where you are able to form an idea and execute it to a level that is uh on par with your original idea it it takes a lot of time i mean look at you know dr silver spencer here i'm sure that he was a scientist for many years and it's still he he wasn't able to execute on his original idea but i guess what i am trying to say is that i don't think that you know malcolm gladwell's 10,000 hours i don't think that 27 years of rep- reputation is is, is needed. I think that you can achieve a high level of personal and even professional satisfaction with much less than that. But for many of you, I know you are just getting started and, you know, it can still seem like a daunting task because it's like, you know, as I said, you see all those beautiful photos online. You see all those beautiful photos that people post on Instagram and you want to, you want to get to that point. You want to leapfrog time and just start taking those Great photos right away. I mean, so did I. I I get it. And you think that maybe if I just watch enough YouTube videos or maybe if I read enough blogs, maybe if I listen to enough podcasts, my skills are going to grow exponentially faster than everyone else. What you're looking for when consuming all that media is simply the secret to perfection. I'm sorry to say that it does not exist. <laughs> because for one, the goalpost is wrong. We are looking for the secret to perfection. But it's not about being perfect. It's about just doing. <laughs> Man, I feel like I'm sharing a lot of um stories here, but here's another one for you. <laughs> Buckle up. A photography professor of uh, University of Florida, Jerry Yulsman. I believe I said that, right? I hope I did. He was a photography professor. He took his class, this brand new class, and divided it in half into two groups, quantity and quality. So over the whole year, both halves of the class had different goals for the end of the year. The quantity group was graded at the end of the year based on Simply how many photos they took. That was was it. That was, that was the goalpost. How many photos did you take? Is it more than X? You get an A. The quality group was only allowed to take one photo, but they were graded purely on the excellence of that work. Whew. Now, what Professor Jerry found was that at the end of the, of the year, All of the best photos that were captured were captured by the quantity group, not the group focused on quality. Why is that? Well, the quantity group was out there shooting. They were seeing firsthand what kind of light worked and what didn't. What compositions looked pleasing and what doesn't. They were learning. They were learning by doing the quality group had to sit around and imagine what a great photo looks like coming up with these, uh, unproven ideas in their head so that when it came time to shoot, they essentially just had to guess maybe an educated guess, but still a guess nonetheless. Remember, mastering photography settings is a journey, and this guide is your first step and the perfect resource to guide you towards finding the right settings for your style. So grab your copy today at perfectcamerasettings.com and start your journey to better photos. You can find more about that story over at jamesclear.com forward slash repetitions. But the point of that is to strive for progress, don't strive for perfection. Don't worry about getting the perfect photo. Just take a photo. Now, of course, there will be times where you will need to perform, you know. Me as a wedding photographer, I can't just show up and snapshot a thousand photos and say, here you go. There there does have to be an element of, of skill. And you get there. But you only get there by... Just simply taking photos in the beginning. Don't worry about them being perfect. Just shoot. Because photography is not a journey. I'm sorry. Photography is a journey. It is not a destination. Photography is a journey. It is not a destination. And it is that journey, that path that is a little bit different for everybody. It was different from for me (laughs) than it will be for you, than it will be for your neighbor That it will be for everybody else in the Beginner Photography Podcast Facebook community. But with that being said, there is kind of a common path that I've seen over and over. And I'm going to lay that out for you right now. You buy yourself a camera. You get yourself a camera for the holidays. And you think to yourself, oh my gosh, this camera is going to make magic. Very quickly, you learn that it doesn't, does not make magic. So when looking for an answer as to why you see somebody mention online, maybe in a in a comment, in a blog or a YouTube comment, somebody saying that, you know, manual is what gives you full control of your camera. And you think, well, if I don't like my photos, I need, you know, that's it. So you start researching manual and you discover that you're right by controlling your settings, you control the image. That's it. That is the answer. Perfect. You figured it out. So now you go ahead and get your camera. You turn it to M for manual. And for the first time, you go out to shoot manual. All of your photos are—they're either, either way too bright, they're way too dark, or they are super blurry. Ah, how frustrating is that? Now that right there—that moment of 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 feeling like you figured it out—and then. Having everything come crashing down is the point where most would be photographers end their journey by either giving up or switching back to auto mode or worse, their cell phones. But for you, look at you, you're smart, you're dedicated, you are determined to push through this. You just need a little more help to understand what is going on. So. At that point, you either decide, well, I'm going to go ahead and waste thousands of hours searching YouTube for tutorials and just still feel lost, or you download my free ebook, Picture Perfect Camera Settings, over at perfectcamerasettings.com, where I share with you both personal and professional images that I've taken along with the camera settings so that you you know how and which settings to change and which ones are important. Again, totally free. PerfectCameraSettings.com. camera settings.com. So you download that. You start shooting a manual. Still a little rough at first, but for the first time, you know, um, you, you feel like you have a sense of direction. And just like when you started driving a car, I'm sure that you weren't great at that right away. It's not, you know, you weren't a natural at it. It takes time. You get better. Think about your 16 year old self driving a car. Think about your Self-driving a car today, you're much better today. I promise you. I, I hope. Learning photography is exactly the same. That part is is natural. So you keep at it. And before you know it, you realize, hey, wait a second. I think I got the hang of this thing. And that's when, you know, either your spouse or a coworker, a friend, they comment on how great one of your photos is. And you think to yourself, oh, this photo? Oh, actually, that photo was uh was pretty easy. Then as you're loading more and more, you know, you keep, you keep shooting. So you go and now you're loading more and more photos onto your computer week after week. And you realize, wow, I, uh, I got a hundred photos or I got a hundred folders on my computer called a walk in the park. Um, I should probably get some form of organization, uh, for these images and I should probably explore editing these photos as well. So once again, you start searching YouTube, and you discover that, well, Adobe Lightroom is the industry standard photo editor and catalog- cataloging system. Cata- cataloging system? Cataloging. Cataloging system. Anyway, so you download Adobe Lightroom. Maybe you download the, the, the free app on your phone or your iPad. You get in there. You're ready to get going. And, well, you become mildly overwhelmed by all the sliders and the editing options. So... Being the smart person that you are, you decide to download my free 52 Lightroom presets over at FreePhotographyPresets.com. You watch the included tutorial and you are off and on your way to editing masterpieces. And then after a few months, you know, someone, you know. Ask you if you'd be willing to take some photos of their family and hey, they will even pay you a few bucks whoa (laughs) this is huge nervous obviously you rely on your skills that you've been practicing over several months now of shooting shoot comes and with a whirlwind of excitement and nervousness you complete it and the family had a great time good job give yourself a pat on the back for that that is a huge accomplishment Now, after editing the photos with some of those 52 free Lightroom presets that you got, looking spiffy, looking nice, you decide to email them to the family, right? You got to get them to the family. Wait a second. That email is way too big. You actually can't send an email with all of those photos. Oh, I know. Then you go and you upload them to Google Drive or Dropbox because, well, they're free services. Oh, but then you remember that you heard your favorite. Photography podcast hosts talk about some service called CloudSpot to deliver beautiful looking image galleries. And they also have a free account. And that free account also has free tools to help you sell your images and even make some money. Well, deal, (laughs) of course. So then you head over to deliverphotos.com to sign up for a free account, upload your photos, and send them to your clients. Your clients love the photos. And the experience that you gave them. In fact, they loved it so much that they told their friends about you. And now one of their friends even wants to book a session with you as well. (laughs) Whoa. You think, man, this is a long way off from, you know, taking photography full time. But for right now, this is fun. And a little bit of extra money isn't bad either. So you look to your last shoot and you think, uh, you know what? It did go well, but I could still use a little help with posing. So you head over to photoposingguide.com to download our free posing ebook filled with more than 80 real poses from real engagement sessions and real weddings with real couples that you can use for inspiration with your family, with your couples, or even models. So you download it. You study the posing guide, and your session goes off without a hitch. Once again, you use Cloud Spot to deliver the images, and the family loves them. They love them so much that the daughter even reaches out to you and asks if you would photograph her upcoming wedding. Whoa, geez. Now, she knows that you are relatively new to photography and that you have not shot a wedding. But despite that, they still want you to photograph their big day. Once again, with nervousness but excitement, you accept. You understand the weight of the wedding day, and you want to do the best job that you can. To s- so, you start watching every five mistakes new wedding photographers make videos, and listening to some of the top interviews with wedding photographers right here on the Beginner Photography Podcast, like Interview Two Hundred and Fifty Seven with We Win who's a wedding photographer and creator of Fearless Photography. Or interview 250 with Gina and Angie, who are wedding photographers who share how to spot the story on a wedding day and how to capture that. Or interview 95 with Jerry Gionis. Oh my gosh, a wedding photography masterclass. After consuming as much as you can to prepare for this day, one theme stands out many wedding photographers talk about low light conditions, low light conditions. So you think to yourself, yeah, I don't think my, my stock lenses is going to cut it. So you look into buying a new lens and you see that for more than (laughs) $2,000 that 70 to 200 2.8 is not in the cards for you right now. So you head over to cameralensrentals.com and you decide to rent that 70 to 200 f 2.8 lens for a fraction of the cost, and then you use code beginner photography to save yourself an additional twenty percent off of your rental. Now, after all of the reading, after all of the watching, after all of the listening. You are feeling much better, and you are ready to tackle whatever comes your way on the wedding day. While you may be listening right now and think to yourself, wow, I'm I'm feeling pretty good, <laughs> either for where you're at in photography or feeling pretty good that you now have some sort of roadmap to follow. You're feeling accomplished that you learned something about photography today. And that's good. That feeling is a good feeling. That's why you come back to to get rejuvenated, to to learn something. But I want you to remember, I'm going to give you a a break check here real quick. Remember that listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, reading blogs, they're all helpful, but none of them will make you a better photographer. And on that note. You know, a, a new camera won't make you a better photographer. That seventy to two hundred two point eight lens won't make you a better photographer. Living in a tropical location won't make you a better photographer. And shooting in RAW certainly won't make you a better photographer. There's only one thing that will make you a better photographer, and that's shooting. Shooting more. Shooting anything. Shooting everything. Well, I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Here's a quick wrap-up of what we talked about. Here are the big ideas, right? The first, strive for progress and not perfection. Don't worry about getting the perfect photo. Just take a photo and learn from the experience. This is hard because photography is subjective, you know, Uh, but it's creating ideas and then taking action on them that is important. Next, learn by doing. Remember, the quantity versus the quality group experiment, they showed that taking more photos leads to better results and improved skills because you're just doing more reps. In fact, what's the um what's the Bruce Lee quote? I'm, I'm more scared of the man who has trained a thousand times than the man who knows a thousand moves, right? That comes down to action. So get out there and do. Big idea number three is to change your goalpost. Don't be discouraged by the idea of the 10,000 hours of practice. Just focus on achieving personal growth instead. Your goal shouldn't be a million likes, you know, when you just bought your camera last week. Or ever, but you know, whatever. Your goal instead should be maybe just know which setting to change when you're shooting inside versus shooting outside. And lastly, embrace the journey. Photography is not a destination. It is a process that is unique for every single person. But, I mean, everybody that you hear talks about how their earliest photos are an embarrassment. So embrace that. Embrace knowing that if you stick with photography, the photos that you're taking right now will one day be an embarrassment. That's going to help you not to take them so seriously. Just enjoy the ride and embrace your own path. Overall, the lesson here is simple. Just take photos. I want to hear your biggest takeaway. Share it with me in the uh, free and private beginner photography podcast community where you can connect with others along with sharing your ideas and ask questions. So you can join the free community by heading over to beginnerphotopod.com forward slash group. Again, beginnerphotopod.com forward slash group. That's it. Until next week. Remember, the more that you shoot today, the better of a photographer you will be tomorrow. Talk soon. Thank you for listening to the Beginner Photography Podcast. Keep shooting and we'll see you next week.